this is Leah, and welcome to this week's Hashtag for Paris podcast. It is wonderful that you could join us for this week's teaching. I'll explain a little bit more about who we are at the end, but for now, let's jump right in. And so as we think of Christmas, uh, I know we have various traditions, but I think the one tradition that we probably all participate in is the giving and receiving of gifts. And so as I, as I think of gifts and as I think of the gifts I've gotten over the years, have you, have you ever been in the place where there was a Christmas where you thought, if I could just get this one gift, the, the perfect gift, I, I wouldn't need any other gift, just, just this one gift and all will be good. I remember when I was about eight years old, I was in that headspace. I thought there's this one gift, this only one gift. If my parents get me this one gift, everything will be good. And I thought I was being subtle, but as an eight-year-old, I'm not quite sure how subtle I was. And so I, I, I told my parents, I, I mentioned to my parents, I, I said, listen, listen, I don't, I don't need anything else. I just, I just need this one gift. Please, just this one gift. Well, Christmas Day came. And there was great excitement and anticipation, as all kids are, when they gather around the Christmas tree. And there's, there's a variety of gifts. And, and I remember Christmas started, and I received my first gift. And I thought, oh, okay, this is great. Maybe this is the gift. And so I started to open it up, and I got excited, and I looked, and it was, it was Christmas socks. A, a good gift, but not the perfect gift. And I thought, well, well, wait a second. Maybe, maybe my parents in their generosity got me socks and the perfect gift. So other people started opening gifts and, you know, I was waiting again and waiting again and I got handed another gift. And again, I, I intently opened it and looked at it and, and it was, it was great. It was, it was a board game. Again, again, another, another good gift, but, but it wasn't, it wasn't the gift. And as presents started to get open, and the pile started to dwindle, and the ripped wrapping paper began to increase, I have to admit, there was a growing sense of nervousness, thinking, well, clearly I was clear to my parents. They, they knew what I wanted. I just wanted this one perfect gift. Well, all the gifts were opened. The wrapping paper was sprayed all over the floor, and I hadn't received the perfect gift. I'd like to say that I wasn't disappointed, <laughs> but I was. And I remember my dad coming up to me and maybe putting his hand on my shoulder and saying, well, Joel, I, I hope you had a, a great Christmas. Would you mind helping to clean up all the wrapping paper? <laughs> and as best as I could, as an eight-year-old, I tried to muster up some sort of words of like, yeah, sure, dad, I can do that. And my dad handed me a garbage bag. And as I grabbed the garbage bag, I suddenly realized there was something in the bag. And I remember looking to my parents and, and seeing the look on their face and they were, they were trying to keep it a secret, but they just couldn't. And so I remember taking the bag and looking and pulling out the perfect gift, the gifts of goalie pads. Oh, it was amazing. I remember that Christmas. I remember just getting outside and playing because I had received the perfect gift. In hindsight, pretty clever prank by my parents. But I, I overlooked all of it because I had received the perfect gift. I love that gift. 
I use that gift. But you know what? That as the perfect gift didn't last very long. Sure, I, I desired goalie pads that one year, but the next year there was something else that would have been the perfect gift. And the year after that, and the year after that, and the year after that. Maybe some of you can relate. Things that, that we find so important, it would just be the perfect gift, but eventually we outgrow it. As we, as we become adults, maybe it's, 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 it's less about finding the, the perfect gift and just thinking in our mind, if, if this situation would just go my way, then I wouldn't need anything else. Or, or if I just had the perfect job, or if I just found the right person, or if, if my relationship with my kids would just get sorted out, or if I would just be healed from this sickness, or whatever it might be. Maybe sometimes that's what we ask of God. Like, God, if you, if you could just sort out my circumstances, if you could just sort out my situation, then I wouldn't ask for anything else. But have you ever found that even in life, once we get that, that one thing that we thought would solve all of our problems, whether it's finances or it's success or, or even healthy relationships or a healthy body, as great as it is, there always seems to be something more we need. As I think about Christmas, Christmas actually is about the receiving and the giving of the perfect gift. As we, as we turn to the Gospel of Luke and, and, and the announcement the angels give to the shepherds, it's so clear, it's so concise. The, the angels tell the shepherds, we bring you good news of great joy that will be for all the people. Like, uh, imagine you hear that. We got good news, great joy, and it is for everyone. You, you would want to listen in. And the angel goes on to say, today in the town of David, in Bethlehem, a Savior the Messiah has been born. As I think of Christmas, as I think of all the, the many wonderful gifts, ultimately, we celebrate the greatest gift, the perfect gift, the gift of God himself in Jesus. You know, we often sing carols, uh, O come, O come, Emmanuel, and, and Emmanuel means God with us. What does it mean? What, is that, what does that look like? For me, in Jesus, it reminds us of the perfect gift. The gift that Jesus would go on to speak about how living life with him is truly the abundant life. You see, for me, Jesus is the perfect gift because he's the one who gives the gift of peace of peace of knowing that, that I am forgiven, that my mistakes and my mess-ups don't ultimately define me, that, that Jesus has forgiven me. It's the peace of, of knowing that, that I have the hope of eternal life. But it's also the, the peace of knowing that, that God with me today means that even though my situations and my circumstances may not always go the way I would want or the way that I would desire, there's this sense of knowing that God is with me and that God is in it and that God has a plan. It's the perfect gift because in Jesus, we have the gift of God's power at work within us. That, that, 
that following Jesus is, is not just about trying to work harder or to do better, but it's realizing that, that we have the gift of God's Spirit at work in our lives to enable us to, to do the things that, let's be honest, we couldn't do on our own. The gift of Jesus is perfect because it's the gift of purpose. That, that no longer is my identity needing to be found in, in what I do or in what I accomplish, but but in knowing what Jesus has done for me. It's a gift of purpose in, in realizing that suddenly life becomes more meaningful when I worry less about myself and focus more on the needs of others. You see, the gift of Jesus is perfect because it is a gift for everyone. It's the very message that was given to the shepherds. We bring you good news of great joy for all people. No matter how smart, how rich or poor, how successful or lacking success, how young or how old, Jesus has come for you. Jesus has come for me. The question is, will you receive this gift? Will you, will you choose to, to live life with Jesus? Not not just simply as a, as a seasonal celebration at Christmas or at Easter or at, or at other times as weddings or, or even at funerals, but what does it start to look like to truly walk life with Jesus? Because I'm convinced gifts we receive, we eventually outgrow. Even the, the things that we strive for in life, we eventually realize we're ultimately not satisfied. But the thing that brings ultimate meaning, ultimate satisfaction, can be found in Jesus. Maybe today, wherever you are, wherever you are watching, whatever you are going through, today's the day that you truly receive this gift of life that Jesus offers to you. To begin walking with him. Listen, let me suggest two things. One is, if, if you want to talk more about what does this look like, what does this start to mean for you, I have so appreciated people reaching out with their questions and their concerns and they're just asking for, for a next step. I would love to connect with you. Send me an email. We'll, we'll set up a call or a Zoom or whatever it takes. would love to walk with you in this next season of life with Jesus. The second thing is, is on January the 15th, we're beginning a new series all around who is Jesus. We're going to look at his life, his, his ministry, and his invitation to follow him. We'd love for you to join us. But today, tonight, as we reflect upon Christmas, as we reflect upon the gifts that we will receive Will you focus on the greatest gift, the gift of Jesus, the gift of hope given to you for all of life? Let's pray together. And so, Lord Jesus, as we again just focus upon you in the midst of the many things that are going on in life, both the good or the bad, and may we recognize, God, that you are with us in the midst of it all. And perhaps too often we become too busy in life or we become too tied up with the things of this world and, 
and try to find meaning in them. Jesus, may we turn our focus back to you. For we ask all of this, Jesus, in your name. Amen. Well, it's great that you've joined us this Christmas Eve. May you have a Merry Christmas, an amazing New Year. And I look forward to seeing how we can walk with Jesus in the midst of all of life. today. We hope that you were encouraged by what you just heard. Just so you know a little bit more about who we are, hashtag for Paris. Our church is about creating a culture that shows people that we are for them and for our local community. Jesus invites us to experience a meaningful life with him and others. So we meet every Sunday morning in person at the Paris Presbyterian Church at 1030 a.m. and throughout the week in various home groups and pubs here in Paris. It is here that we experience authentic relationships and we grow deep in our faith journeys together. If you would like to connect with us further, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. And it is here that you can find links to any of our other audio and video podcasts, sermons, and you can track with what's happening with us each month. Please go straight to our website for more information now about our home groups and how you can get involved. Our website is parispresb.ca. Yes, that's right, parispresb, P-R-E-S-B dot C-A. And it's there that you can share our links with your friends, family, and neighbors. Uh, We have friends from around the world who connect in with us online on a regular basis. And so lastly, please feel free to email me and get connected directly. I would love to chat with you. My email is leah at parispres.ca, and I'll get right back to you. So that's all we have for now. Thanks again for joining, and we'll see you again next week. Bye for now, everyone.